Hello, everybody. Welcome to Lovely Intuition Podcast. I'm Nia Brown, your host. Thank you so much for clicking on today's episode. And um, it is currently May 24th, 2022. Was my last episode December something 2021? Yes, and that's okay because we're in the present and we're going to let the past be in the past. And, I, and my commitment to you guys from today on is that I'm going to be more consistent. I will do my best to be more consistent with these podcasts. So thank you so much for your support. And I hope you continue to support. And I will do my best to support you all. If you want to see more of me, you can follow me at Lovely Intuition on Instagram. Lovely with two eyes intuition. Okay, let's get into the episode. Today's episode is about staying present. And I'm just going to talk about pretty much my struggle with staying present, self-abandonment, um, survival mode and healing and pretty much coming out of survival mode, new habits, stay present. Da, 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 da. You guys know the deal. Just stick, stick around and listen. You might hear a couple gems. If not, you know, love to you. All right. Why staying present is important. Now, honestly, before this episode, I had to figure out why. I always kind of knew like you should stay present, but why should you stay present? And the reason is because you are more intentional with your life. Being more intentional with your life will get you, to, will get you the life that you've always wanted, the life that you deserve, your dream life. And I didn't realize that until recently, because when you're not present, you're always distracting yourself. You're never in the present moment. You're always in woo-woo, wah-wah land. You're daydreaming. You're, you know, sharing your energy with others. You're never really, you know, in your own body. It could feel like life is happening to you and not for you, not with you. Like life is happening against you in a way, like things just happen. But when you're more, excuse me, sorry, when you're more intentional about your life, you are doing life. You are in control of your own life. You're in control of yourself. When you are fully in your body, you can make grounded decisions on what to do, how to get to where you want to be. You can um, get like just really ground all that energy that you have. You can keep it grounded in your body. You can. I'm, what I'm trying to say is pretty much staying present is important to get to your dream life, to the life that you want to live. Your most fulfilling, highest self is you staying present and staying present is all in the breath the breath that you take the inhale through the nose exhale through the mouth that's staying present you know what i mean staying present in your body no distractions and so um i'll get into my journey with staying present i was not always present and i'm not really currently always present no one really is but um I would get into self-abandonment. So a lot of people who struggle with staying present have been abandoned at one point in their life. And that's where my trauma comes from. The whole not being able to stay present. I was a maladaptive daydreamer. I still am. Maladaptive daydreaming, if you don't know what that is, go ahead and Google it right now. But I'll explain in short version, which is really going to be a bad explanation, but I'll do my best. Pretty much maladaptive daydreaming is... For example, let's say you have a daydream, right? And you inst- you feel like the daydream is so realistic and real that you act it out in your daily life. And people are like looking at you like this is not something that you're just doing in your daydreams. Like, you know, you talk in your daydreams. Da, 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 da. But imagine like daydreaming about something, but actually acting it out in your reality, in your real life. It's super embarrassing. And you feel just so not grounded in your body you feel like you're in a different reality and i use maladaptive daydreaming for a good like six years of my life i still it's still a habit that i have but it really formed when i was around 12 or 13 and um my parents are going through a divorce my dad kind of abandoned me and my sister and 
in order to cope with that pain, I would maladaptive daydream. And it, it got worse as the years progressed, but it started off as like, you know, little cute daydreams to kind of distract myself when they were arguing or maybe when I was just not in the best situation. In high school is when it started to get progressively worse. Um, high school was really tough for me. So I would like instantly maladaptive daydreaming through classes when I was at home by myself, I would listen to music and just daydream, 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 like hours of the day. And it's not just like a regular daydream, you know what I mean? It's a recurring daydream that you build. It's like a alternative life. So imagine Sims, but in your brain that you're building and you keep on building and building and building. And it's like a recurring theme. You know, you have your own characters and you go back to that specific thing. Like I can't explain it, but it's like a whole world you create in your brain and it's a a thing of comfort like my world was filled with people who loved me and cherished me because I didn't feel that in my real life so it's like pretty much what you lack in your true reality or you feel like you lack you go into your mouth of daydream and it's there for you in a way and this is honestly very common thing so if you want to learn more about it go ahead and google it but it was a survival mode coping mechanism that I picked up I didn't realize it was a survival mode coping mechanism until a couple months ago actually so yes, I would abandon myself because I had been abandoned by someone in my life that I was that was supposed to be there for me. And because I didn't know really how to cope with that, I would do the same thing that that person did to me, so I would abandon myself. And that's a lot what a lot of people do with the trauma, they kind of do it to themselves, not knowing what they're really doing. But yeah, so self-abandonment was a huge thing and I was never present. I was always in la-la land. My grades suffered because of this in high school and a little in in college. My first year of college terribly suffered. And in college, my mouth that daydreaming was so bad, it would go, my first year, just my first year, it would be so bad to where like I would do nothing all day except for daydream. Mind you, I had assignments due, but I just, it was so bad. Like it was terrible in 2021 I was like okay okay I need to change my life like I need to fix this I can't live my life like this blah blah blah, right so I'm like let's start off with something small so because I was slowly coming out of a traumatic time in my life I decided that maladaptive daydreaming was not a good coping mechanism for me because when you bring your survival mode coping mechanisms into your healed phase your life you will struggle greatly for it When you are in survival mode, your body picks up habits and things that it does to survive and protect you from pain. But once you're out of that, you know, traumatizing time, if you don't throw those habits away, you will, I don't want to say have like bad luck or anything, but you, you definitely will feel the effects of it. It will be, you know, very detrimental to your life. So I was like, you know what, this is kind of ruining my life and I can't really do this anymore. Like it worked for the first couple years. It was fun, but now it's having actual effects on my life and I just, I can't keep on doing this. So I made an intention to start brushing my teeth. Like when I brushed my teeth in the morning, like those five minutes, I would be completely a hundred percent present with myself. And that meant no phone, no distractions, no music, no nothing, just me in the mirror and my me brushing my teeth and at the time I felt disgusting I was overweight I didn't feel pretty I felt just the worst like I just felt so low about myself and as painful as it was I forced myself to stay with myself because in those moments I would daydream because I was like I don't want to be with myself right now I want to daydream because that's the better reality in my opinion well at the time so 
instead of living in the present and um making little habits making conscious decisions and being intentional about my life to get to where I wanted to be I would just simply avoid it at all costs so when I began to brush my teeth and be fully present in my body it was painful but I learned a lot about myself in those moments like where I was having issues with myself and just all kinds of things like my body image my image period was just very bad at that time I wasn't eating the right foods I wasn't honoring my body I was staying up late I wasn't drinking enough water it was just a mess and so after I got the whole brushing my teeth with no distractions fully staying present I began trying to eat better so I got healthier I started cooking well not every day but I wouldn't be intentional about what I eat so when I ate in the morning I would be 100% present and that would be you know my next step up like I would brush my teeth and eat and be fully present and a lot of people are like you know what that sounds easy but it's actually not because if you really think about it when you wake up in the morning don't touch your phone be fully present in yourself don't daydream just be fully in the moment you know don't you know play YouTube don't play any Netflix no shows in the back no music in the back just you and what you're doing in front of you no nothing and it's very challenging in the beginning. And it's challenging even now. But it's all about setting that intention and seeing it through. So I got through, you know, the breakfast by myself. And as time went on, I would continue to do my best to stay present. And I would have days where I just didn't do it and I didn't care because, you know, mental health, whatever, whatever. But I would always make sure to try to get back to where I was and continue my progress. So I started off at like, what, 10 minutes of being able to stay present with myself fully. Now I can go to three to like five hours a day of just staying fully present with myself. And when I'm, I still have a habit of maladaptive daydreaming, but now I have a better control of it. So when I know or feel myself beginning to do it, I can pull myself out of it pretty quickly and easily. And yeah, so essentially what I'm saying is setting little habits and really being intentional about your day can help you be present with yourself and setting realistic goals as well because if I would have been like you know what I'm just going to be present this whole day like it would have been hell there's no way there's no way for me personally some people can go cold turkey I simply cannot and once I realized what I was doing to myself which essentially was self-abandonment and lack of motivation depression all that stuff I just wanted to come out of it because it's just I deserve so much better than what I received and I was simply giving myself exactly what I received over and over again which was abandonment so because I got that when I was younger and I thought that was normal I would do it to myself and it was way less than what I deserved because I'm such an amazing person and I deserve everything and that's the same with you all so if you feel yourself abandoning yourself really just see you know you gotta stay present with yourself show up for yourself you know what I mean And do your best with that. We'll be right back after the break. Okay, so we're back. Thank you for staying. Um, All right, so we covered pretty much my struggle, my history with self-abandonment and not being able to stay present. And I want to talk to you guys about my progress because we've already talked about the past. Let's talk about the present, quite literally. So today, I went on my daily run at my trail. It's like a mile and seven, mile point seven miles, wait. 1.7 miles Jesus um long trail right and so I run it I'm not a good runner like I kind of I'm a 
I've been running for a little bit, but I'm not like an amazing runner. So it takes me a while. Like I have to take breaks, essentially is what I'm trying to say. Okay. Today I'm like, you know what? I'm going to stay present today and I'm going to run with no music except for my, you know, healing beats. Because I listen to Hertz and stuff like that just to keep my body in check and keep my frequency pretty high. So instead of my usual Megan Thee Stallion, Beyonce, City Girls, you know, music while I'm working out. And I usually daydream about my dream body and my dream life and all this stuff. I decided to stay fully present in my body with myself today while I was working out. And that's something that I don't usually do, but I decided to do it today, whatever. So I start running, and usually around the times that I want to take breaks, I stop. But this time, because I was fully present and aware of what was going on, I was fully grounded, I was like, you know what, Nia, push through this. And instead of stopping, I simply said, Nia, I love you so much. I'm here for you. Keep going. I'll never leave you. I'm here for you. Keep going. And I kept going because I couldn't let myself down because I showed up for myself and I had to prove to myself that I could do this for myself and I guess talking to yourself in the beginning it sounds kind of stupid like what like you're talking to yourself I mind you I was doing this all out loud so people definitely heard me saying Nia keep going which is funny but also (laughs) hey man you got to do what you got to do you feel me you got to push yourself so I was really pushing myself and I learned that like that's the most love I think I've ever felt in my entire life. I've never felt so showed up, shown up for. I never felt so supported. I never felt so loved and cherished and valued by anybody. Like when I tell you I fully showed up for myself, when I even through the painful times when my legs were hurting and I was tired and I couldn't breathe no more, I kept going. And I was like, Nia, I love you. You got this. Like, Nia, I will never leave you. You got this. Like, no one's ever told me that before in my life. So the fact that I was able to tell myself that first, and it it just, it almost made me cry. Like, I, it was really a good moment. And at that point, instead of focusing on how tired I was, I was like, wow, like, it's so beautiful outside. Like, you guys, I saw a deer on my run today. I saw a blue jay, a cardinal. I saw beautiful butterflies. Um... And it was just amazing. Like, I'm so thankful. I remember uh, during my run, mind you, I'm like, at this point, I'm on runner's high. I was just thanking the universe. Like, thank you so much, universe, for my beautiful legs so I can run. My healthy lungs so I can breathe. My, you know, thank you so much for the water that I have. The car that I had to get me there, here. The beautiful grass. Like, I was just thanking the universe for every single thing I could think of because I was in so much, I was so happy. I was so blissful. I felt so shut up for, shown up for. And even though I was alone, I didn't feel lonely. I didn't feel sad. I felt so happy to be with myself and be present and show up for myself the way that I know I could and did. And so it's just a tip. Like, showing up for yourself is so reward- rewarding. Saying those affirmations to yourself, if those affirmations sounded weird to you, I suggest, you know, figure out why. But once you get to a point where you can show up for yourself, say that you love you and keep going and you're your main support system, you're unstoppable. Because at that point, home is within self. You you literally set up home, you set up shop within yourself. And that's the most powerful thing you could do in this life, really. There's so much self, like, there's... Everyone talks about self-love, da-da-da. But self-love isn't about necessarily, you know, getting your nails done or treating yourself. Like, that's part of it. But the main part is showing up for yourself when no one else does or has or will. It's pushing yourself. It's knowing your... Pro- your um, Jesus, I'm sorry, my throat. It's knowing your potential and not settling for anything less. 
because you know where you could be, you know where you want to be, and you're not going to settle for anything less. That's self-love. And I think that the, today is the first day. I wouldn't say the first day I love myself, but the first day I fully showed up for myself and I decided to stop abandoning myself from today because I am such an amazing person. And I hope every single one of you that's listening does the same because you guys are all such beautiful, amazing people. Whoever abandoned you didn't see your value and didn't understand how amazing you were and they don't deserve you, period. So you need to show up for yourself because you deserve it. Like you are such an amazing, beautiful person and I love you so much and I want you to love you so much because you didn't deserve to feel abandoned. So stop abandoning yourself. Show up for yourself. Get off your phone in the morning. Put it down and enjoy yourself. Think like you're so beautiful. Look in the mirror. Thank God. Thank the universe for how healthy you are, how wealthy you are, how blessed you are. And I'm saying this not just to you guys, but to me too. Like, it's such a beautiful thing just to be thankful for simple things. Like, I find myself getting excited to wake up in the morning to go to work just because I'm who I am. I'm Nia, and I love myself so much that I get to be myself and I get to go to work as myself. It's really a blessing, and I want everyone to feel that way. And if you already feel that way, you know what I'm talking about. And if you don't, you'll definitely get there. And so, yes, that's that's my episode today is just staying present. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, or just if I gave you something that you really resonated with today, please message me on, at Lovely Intuition on Instagram. Um, lovely with two eyes, intuition. It's the same way that this is spelled, just on Instagram. And thank you so much. Like, reach out to me subscribe, share, all the things. And I hope this resonated with at least one person today. Thank you so much for listening and I'll catch you in the next one. Bye.